no self does not mean no function. So as the perceptual filters fall away, and the perceptual filters I'm referring to here are the perception of separation, meaning you, as you experience yourself, are a distinct subject in a world of objects, or a distinct self in a world of other selves, objects, space, etc. That's one perceptual filter and that will fall away, such that there's an experience of a sort of oneness, perhaps, or non-centered experience where it doesn't appear that you are the most important and the center of all experience. Another perceptual filter is the experience of space, of dimension, of form, such that there is three dimensions, and in those three dimensions, there is space in which experience appears, in which experience occurs, in which form exists. Perhaps you could say this is the filter that when it drops away, the experience of awareness apart from form or awareness apart from the vivid textures of the sense fields is seen to simply be one seamless experience. Meaning there's no awareness apart from anything. There's no awareness standing on its own, just as there's no sound standing on its own. There's a sort of seamless experience of sound awareness. That sound awareness is primary, meaning it doesn't appear and disappear within a three-dimensional space. Now, if this is hard to understand, don't worry about it. It's not something you need to understand or comprehend before the perceptual filter drops away. It's also not something that becomes clear until later stages of realization. Although with a first awakening, especially if it's a deep awakening, often one does have varied experiences of this non-dualistic, spaceless, seamless, intimate, undescribable reality. But they tend to be fleeting and don't stabilize until later on. So that's another perceptual filter. The experience of space, perception, distance, high pie. Did you find all your snacks? There's more snacks out there. You better get out there. And then the most fundamental perceptual filter as regards the individual or the individual's spiritual progress is the sense of there being an actual self, an actual distinct sense of I, sense of the root of the ability to form any sense of space, distance, separation, agency, etc. It's very hard to talk about what it's like when this goes away, because in one sense, talking about what it's like anymore doesn't really make sense because we didn't notice it. But when we talked about what things are like, how things are, views, etc., what we actually were referring to was what are they like for me? And when that sense of the fundamental hidden, but 
always exerting its gravitational pull on your experience, sense of me drops out completely, then there is no way that things are really, or we see that those concerns were rooted in the illusion of I, the illusion of separate self, of distinct, actually existing self. So this fundamental perception of the self-structure dropping away, which happens in very deep stage realization, is unmistakable. It's very obvious. And on the other side of it, things get very clear in a certain way. Perhaps I could just say what's the most clear is what's not there, the self. Now, to try to understand how that is before that happens is literally impossible. And it's probably counterproductive because the the mind that's trying to understand, the mind that's trying to make a framework, make a view, a frame of reference, is functioning out of that illusion. It's an outgrowth of the illusion itself. So it's like trying to pick your own body up off the ground using only your own body. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It's like an impossibility, right? Um, that's just an analogy, but it, it's that sort of thing where you can't think it out ahead of time. You can't have a mental framework that's going to make any sense really there are probably better and worse frameworks for this but they're going to be a far cry from the actuality of it so what i really wanted to point out in this video is that all of these perceptual filters do come online at a very young age probably in reverse order probably the first perceptual filter that allows these other ones to form is the fundamental sense of self the fundamental sense of I am, of perceiving anything here as an agent, as a being, as a knowing, as something, as a body. And this actually occurs somewhere around 18 months old. And there are some interesting tests in developmental psychology that can kind of demonstrate when it's there and when it's not there. And they have these fun little test with toddlers, I won't go into all of it, but that kind of demonstrate when that toddler actually starts to perceive itself as a distinct separate entity. So it is a perceptual filter that does occur at that age. And it's kind of hard to know when the sense of space and division and separation form exactly, perhaps maybe even a bit earlier, maybe a bit later, hard to know. But there are things like object permanence that kind of give us a clue that actually happened before the sense of self that you could argue the ability of the mind to track things into imagination. Uh, it's probably a precursor for all these filters, but that's neither here nor there. What I really wanted to point out was that although these perceptual filters do occur at a very young age, and they occur along with our development, our ability to function in three-dimensional space to manipulate objects, gross motor skills, then fine motor skills, then knowledge, reasoning, um, memory, all of this forms as the, the infant grows into a child, into an older child, into a teenager, young adult. Layers of all of these uh, sort of experiential insights of development. At the same time, the sense of self is becoming more solid, more consistent or continuous. Now, uh, the point I wanna make here is that one of those tracks of development the development of the sense of the separate self turns out to be unnecessary, at least for the adult. 
I'm not saying you should try to teach a child not to have a self or something like that. Um, that's not at all my point. My point is, it is quite possible as an adult, as a practitioner, as someone who inquires into the nature of self to dissolve these perceptual filters. And the other track of development, the skill sets, the function, the knowledge base, doesn't go away. It's actually still there. So what I mean by that is I can still drive. I can still operate in three-dimensional space, apparent three-dimensional space. Um, what's different is that there's no one that that's happening to. Again, this is one of those things that it's impossible to think about, but it's once you experience it, it's impossible to forget. <laughs> it's impossible to convince yourself again of there being a self. It doesn't make any sense anymore. Uh, so the skill sets that you acquire, like don't just stick your hand on a hot stove, don't turn into oncoming traffic, and the basic knowledge required to function in life, or even specialized knowledge to function in an occupation, doesn't go away. It doesn't go away with the sense of self going away. It doesn't go away with the sense of space and time going away. Now, I won't say that there's no change at all, because there are changes in it. There are alterations, and sometimes there's an adjustment period, as I've described, with like depth perception. But typically, people who suddenly have the sense of distance drop away still are able to drive. They're still, still able to function, but they may notice like they have to be a little more careful for a while until they get used to it. So perhaps it's like having a sudden vision change or a change in your senses or your hearing or something where you have to learn to adjust. It's like that for some people, but most people do just fine with this. Aside from that, it's not like anything is completely lost. You don't lose the ability to see, you don't lose the ability to judge depth perception. It's just that you lose the one that that's happening to. You lose the sense of the self that that's all occurring for. So it's just a complete immersion into the experience. That's the key. The key is there's no one judging depth perception. There's no need to judge depth perception. There's just movement. Or I could say something like, the ability to move and function doesn't go away, but the mover and the one causing the function does go away, or the illusion of it is dispelled. So there's just movement and function. There's no loss in the ability to hear, there's just hearing. When I talk about the visual field, it's a little harder to elucidate how this is because like I said, there's no need to judge distance and yet distance is apparently judged. But in the immediate experience, there is like this very obvious knowing of no distance, of no separation. So it's like a seamless field of textures operating. Um, and it operates quite seamlessly. I would say it probably operates better mostly because of all of the background thought, self-talk, doubt is gone or largely gone. And so that seamless, self-responsive, vivid, zero-dimensional experience just occurs and it flows quite naturally. Again, that's not something you can imagine really, because if you imagine it, the mind will first construct the imagined three-dimensional space and then try to imagine what it looks like in that. Or maybe it'll try to conceptually imagine it, but that's gonna be even harder probably. I don't know. I don't know which is harder, but it's not imaginable. 
It's not a conceptual thing, it's just an immediate obvious experience. And with that, you don't even have to think about, do I still have function? Do I still not have function? Do I still have knowledge? It's just obvious. Things just happen just fine, and they always have. Then you notice that that sense of the self that seemed to have all the knowledge, the sense of the self that seemed to gain function and develop over time, that was the illusion the whole time. And you look at everything in nature and you realize you're not special. The dog doesn't have a sense of separate self, almost certainly, and it functions just fine. Flower functions fine, the tree functions fine. It's complex function, right? Building cell structures, moving nutrients around, photosynthesizing. You don't know how to photosynthesize, the tree does, but it doesn't have to have a self to do that, right? All of it. Geothermal events <laughs> don't need a sense of self. Nothing needs a sense of self. The sky, the universe, nebulas, the gluon flux field doesn't need a sense of self, right? So you see how goofy, silly, and arrogant it is to believe there has to be someone there to cause function to occur. Function just functions. Movement moves. Stillness is still. It's so simple. And how it is is very obvious, and yet it's not a how. There's no way to put that into a paradigm because there's too many degrees of freedom. I love the line in the Heart Sutra that says, freed from delusive hindrance. That's right. And there's no one that's freed from delusive hindrance, but the freedom from delusive hindrance is as bright as a million suns. It's so obvious and it's so beautiful and simple. And the freedom is anything can be experienced. Anything can be, uh, I could say like endured or tolerated, but that's really adding some sense of um, separation or doership to it. Essentially, there's infinite capacity. Reality has infinite capacity. And there's nothing apart from reality. There's no one experiencing reality. There's just reality functioning. And even to say that's too much, there's no actually existing reality. <laughs> Any more than there's an actually existing unreality, neither real nor unreal, right? So we get into the wordless space pretty quick or the space where words can't touch, never could touch. But you can go, or you can go right to the edge until the you come completely drops out. And then there's this knowing, this actualization, I suppose. But there's no celebration because there's no one to celebrate. You don't get anything out of it. But it's okay, it's more than okay. It turns out to be just fine. Also, it's Independence Day in the United States. Um, and this video is sort of about independence. In dependence or non-dependence upon the illusion. The illusion of the separate self. Which is synonymous, actually, with suffering. Because as soon as the sense of self is perceived to exist, it will seek. It will come with it a fundamental sense that something's missing and the seeking will result, period. There's no way around that. You may hide it from yourself or not recognize it, but the seeking's gonna be there. That's another weird thing about the self is it can hide, <laughs> hide its own motivations and so forth. It's just a big game of hide and seek, hide and seek, hide and seek. Stop hiding and the seeking will stop automatically. The way you stop hiding is you inquire into who or what you are, and all those apparent missing 
spaces, all those apparent dark places, those apparent shadow spaces, those will all be illuminated at some point. Now, that's not always a comfortable process. As you know by watching my channel, I don't BS people about this. It's all not just a bunch of bliss and equanimity. There is bliss and equanimity. There's also resistance, sadness, repressed emotion, grief, shame, helplessness, all of it. But you have the capacity for all of it. And then when you drop away, the capacity is essentially infinite. That's what it means to be freed from delusive hindrance. Happy Independence Day.